Okay, have you got a joke? All right. All right. Thank you, Sticks. Thank you, Sticks, for the joke. Here we go. I have to read it out. I'm sorry. All right. A pensioner drove his brand new BMW to 130 kilometers hour on the freeway. Boom. Looking in his rearview mirror, he saw a cop car behind him and he he said, oh, well, he floored it to 140, then to 150, then 160. Suddenly, he thought as a pensioner, I'm too old for this shit. I'm too old for this shit. So he pulls the car over and waits for the cop car to catch up and come, come talk to him. The officer walks up to him, looks at his watch and says, Sir, my shift ends in 10 minutes. Today is Friday and I'm taking the weekend off to be with my family. If you can give me a good reason that I've they've never heard before as to why you were speeding, I'll let you go. The old man looks very seriously at the policeman and says, Years ago, my wife ran off with a policeman. I thought you might be bringing her back. <laughs> the, cop, the cop left saying, Have a good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So are a lot of people watching the stream right now. Um, this is where we'd have the rated well, M for mature. Yeah. <laughs> Attack commencing <laughs> in 60 seconds. Welcome to episode 117. <laughs> Bloody rip your spleen, Pete. <laughs> of the Game on Australia podcast. Uh, it is Pete and Dan here. And on this beautiful day in terribly raining Perth. Yeah, it's good, good weather for gaming. A, but what isn't a good game? Well, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> for gaming. Uh, yeah, coming up in the podcast, um, where's that sheet? Oh, you can't read it we've I got uh, this, this is free terrible. xbox one s yes the government loot boxing that's right thank you alex walker into games surgeons surgeons and games surgeons and games the big question yeah the big question let's get it going Pete. let's get it all right here we go a one Two, a one, two, three, game on, yeah, game on, yeah, it's gaming time, excellent, game on, boy, game on, boy, it's gaming time, excellent, Oh, God. We that got might there. have been one of the best entries of all time. I Probably reckon. one of the greatest one of, of the greatest. all time, I reckon. Clip that. If you're watching that on twitch.tv slash game on AUS at the moment, please clip that. Clip that. My name's Pete. My name's Dan Internet. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games, Dan, because we bloody love gaming. Hey, Pete, what else do we bloody love? Bloody gaming. Bloody gaming. I'm gaming tonight, actually. I'm are very you? excited. What are you playing? Playing Fortnite. <gasps> I'm going back to Fortnite old school. Why? Oh, because are you not eight. playing Apex Legends anymore? Is it because season eight? Pl- I actually haven't played it yet. Season, season, season eight. Yes. And I um, just haven't done it yet. But on Saturday nights, my going to be my Apex night because I've got two nights of gaming this week. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Well, good for you, and sir. Coming off our Red Dead Redemption last night, so boom. Yeah. Wow. Just the gift that keeps on giving. That game. That's fantastic. You. Have you played it yet? I uh, Red Dead. Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, has Molly Meldrum for all those people born uh, pre nineteen ninety? Yeah, we which go. is about three of you. Do yourself a favour, Pete. Do yourself Do a favour. a bloody favour because that game is a ripper. Uh, GateMonoz.com is the website. It's where all of our reviews, news and interviews are posted up. Um, <laughs> Facebook, social radio media. Radio DJs, news, news, views and interviews. Well, I've, I've got my energy back because I've been <laughs> off radio this week. <laughs> yes. um, so you can find us on socials and all that other crap. You know you know what to do. You know it. the drill. Well, you know the drill. Andrew Hogue. Andrew Hogue. Rock on. What up, you legends? Yes. Um, just follow us for Christ's sake. Handsome, and you get to follow us from behind. 
Well, and there's big things happening too. There's big things afoot in the it, game on AUS. There is big things so afoot. It, now, so the point is you follow now to get ahead of the curve. Exactly. So when we're massive, even bigger, you can say, well, oh, I was following them a year ago. When mate. the Game on Australia podcast is hung like a horse, <laughs> that's when you want to be there, mm. dangling, you guys. Sure, it's winter now, but it'll be summer soon. Yeah, exactly. And then boom. And then boom. <laughs> Uh, that's the point, isn't it? You want to get on board while the while we're lifting, you know, while we're because yeah. li- once we're up and we're cruising at, at thirty thousand kilometers, yeah. You know, I'm sorry, <laughs> but get, no more passengers. Know, no more passengers. <laughs> well, more pa- we'll no, always, passengers. always more passengers. We'll always more passengers. Always more passengers, <laughs> please. Right. Um, shall we get into the top three things that gamers need to hear this week? <laughs> <laughs> We're on today. We are, aren't we? What was number one? <laughs> uh, disc-free Xbox One S. And I've right. got a lot to say about this, but you go first. Um, change is as good as a holiday, Dan. Change is, is as good is, as a holiday. Is. Where's that f- Where's that story? Here it is. Okay. So. Hey. Oh, somebody's, I think. Is that mom's, your wife? Uh, yeah, she said something. Yeah. My wife said something. It yeah. came up. Because we're broadcasting this on Twitch, but it's on the phone. Yes. So, so yes. all of the things are coming up and I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Uh, can somebody tell us on Twitch how many viewers are there? Because this thing isn't accurately reflecting how many viewers are actually watching at the moment. It'd be nice to know. Okay. Microsoft's disc-free, all-digital Xbox One S could launch as early as May. Now, I'm taking this with a pinch of salt, Dan. Why? Because this came from Lad Bible's website. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, that's all right. Someone, someone somewhere has been paid to write this, and you would assume they've done the appropriate research, Pete. Oh, goddamn five. Yeah. And Trigger Happy's watching. Yes. Have we seen Trigger Happy before? Not sure. I don't think we have. No. Hello. Is he still Trigger Happy, or is he now Trigger Sad? I don't know. Are you Trigger Happy or Sad? <laughs> Let's get into this. So, according to reports doing the rounds this morning, Microsoft's much-rumoured fully digital Xbox, previously codenamed... Maverick. Mm. That's a cool name. That's a cool name. That is always a cool name. You can call anything Maverick and it's cool. Yeah, Inst- you can, can't instantly. you? Imagine your dog. Maverick! Yeah, that's Mav, cool. Maverick, Mav, Mav. come here. Maverick. That's bloody, yeah. And you'd be like, name. you know. Actually, I sort of wish now I called my son Maverick rather than William. Really? No. Oh, hey. Hello from Japan. Oh, hello. Catch 64. Yes. Hello to you, Catch 64. Yes. Hello to you in Japan. Konnichiwa. Uh, and Trigger Happy says he's still happy. <laughs> You're a belter. You know what would make you even happier, Trigger Happy? Subscribing. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, minute. Ding! Blatant plug. Blatant plug uh, alert. Why not? Anyway. So back to this. Uh, so just two months away and before E3, which is when many were anticipating a big reveal of the next Xbox models. Yep. Not that Microsoft won't be busy at E3. Still expecting to see, for the first time, the consoles it has in development, mm-hmm. including the properly next-gen Anaconda. Oh, see, that's another cool name. Speaking of hum. So I tell you what, whoever's working for Microsoft in the names department, tick. Yeah, tick. <laughs> Big tick. Big tick. And the Lockhart. Mm. There's another one. Well, yeah, it's, it's not bad. As, it's not as good, though, is not it? Not as good. It's not as good. It's definitely one's Maverick, two's Anaconda, and three's Lockhart. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And a far three as well. Like if it was a race, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, one yeah, and two yeah, have yeah. come in within seconds of each other yeah, and correct. three is still huffing and puffing at 50 <laughs> yeah. metres away, um, which should be on a par with the Xbox One X. Together, these consoles are considered the Scarlet line. Ooh, Ooh. What is going on over at Xbox? Well, what was... um? No, that was Scorpio. That was Project Scorpio oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yep, yes, when the yes. Xbox One X was pissing yes, about. it was, yes. 
According to Engadget, this console mm-hmm. could be just weeks away from hitting the stores. They're talking about the one that's going to be diskless. Diskless. Right. They cite Windows Central in calling the console the Xbox One S all digital edition snappy. The Xbox uh, Sade, anyone? The kind of, or is it Sade? Is it Sade or Sade? I think it's Sade. Sade. Because isn't the band Sade? No, the artist. The She's artist. She's a female uh, singer from Britain. Is it just one? Sade. What did she sing? Smooth operator. She's a smooth operator. Yeah, belter. Yes, an absolute ripper, that one. Um, Oh, look, hang on. This guy's trying to be funny. Okay. Uh, The kind of console for which there is no ordinary love, or perhaps the Xbox sad. Uh, Oh. Yuck. Okay. Shut up, mate. (laughs) Just write the goddamn story. Um, The original Xbox One S was certainly a look-up. Indeed it was. Yeah. Um, pre-orders for the Xbox SAD-E are expected next month, April, with general availability rolling out globally in May. Mm-hmm. Windows Central reports that the console may launch with a special Fortnite edition. Tell me a console <laughs> that hasn't. Yeah. Which would certainly make sense with its digital-only focus. No doubt the, whatever it is, will also offer discounts on Game Pass or free trial periods extending beyond the norm. Um yeah, there's really nothing else to this. Okay. So, right, so apparently next couple of months we're going to see Simmy! Thank you for the cheers. <laughs> hey, to- hey, Trigger Happy, still haven't seen that sub. Get on with it. <laughs> no, love you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. Um, does it say anything about storage, Peter? Because that's my first question. How much will this digital-only Xbox One S? Okay. So, Because I think that's crucial to this whole thing. Xbox One S's, or SI. Are they terabyte or two terabyte? At least a terabyte. Mm. Um, mind you, the one that we gave away at the end of last year, the 12 Games of Christmas, was 500 gig. But I think that, you know, that comes down to the fact that it's the S model, so it's somewhere in between the Xbox well, my, One my, and X. I've got the original, it's 500 gig, yeah. and it's nowhere near enough. I would say <clears throat> any of them worth their salt, you'd be wanting to, if it's a digital console, mm. you'd be wanting a, a two terabyte release. As your base oh, model. 100%. As your base model. I mean, the beauty of Xbox is that, um, and I'm sure PS4 is the same, Pete, but I can add um, external hard drives very easily. Yeah. And I did that because I ran out of the 500 gig space pretty quickly. Oh, my God. Added, tell me about it. added two terabyte as an external hard drive, and it's seamless. The actual, yeah. um, I can now store a lot more games. And it's important for someone like me who does um, play a lot of games uh, consequitively. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, is that the right No, word? consistently. Consistently. Um, and my kids play a lot of, you know, they'll, they'll just come out all of a sudden and want to play buddy Speedrunner again, or, you know, or, um, Rayman Legends. So I've got a, I can't uninstall them. That's what I'm trying to say, because, um, I've, they're just unpredictable what game they want to play. Yeah. So, and, and what I like about this, so my current Xbox, and we've talked about this before, um, this drive is knackered. I have to put in a disc maybe five or six times before it finally, is it just not taking it at all, or is it spinning it, it back it. out? It, no, no, it will ta- it was, it, that was what it was doing. Now what it does, it takes it, but it makes this awful clunky noise. And it's I, literally... It <laughs> sounds it's, like an old car. It's the 80s. Yeah. I've got a blow in the um, in the, um, in the the slot, <laughs> like the old cartridge slots. Yeah. And then after about three or four times, it finally takes. And I have to ed- had to educate the kids as well, because they're just chucking in going, Dad, it's not working. I was like, no, no, it's eject, yeah. repeat, eject. And then you hear that sweet whir, and you go, I'm in. I'm in. And the game's loading. Eject, Game repeat, on. eject, repeat. Yeah. I'm in. Hey, um, so catch, this drives a shit is what I'm trying to say. Catch64 says, Peter, the storage is crucial. And then he also says, sir, 
Thank you. Oh, thank wow. you, sir. Uh, Gamma, you need a lot of HDD space. Games are so big these days. Yeah, they are. What was Red Dead Redemption 2 on launch? 40, 50 gig? No, I want to say 80. I might be wrong. 80 gig? Yeah, something like that. I remember it being huge. It was overnighter. It was... And again, again, you know, isn't it funny with gaming... NBN, everything's an overnight. Well, it is, but isn't it funny with gaming these days that you can't just go home and chuck the game in and play? No. It's at least an hour of of waiting for the game to install. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. That's fine. Because, um, but you know, that said... We Red- used to wait a lot longer. Mind you, once upon a time, yep. yeah, there was no such thing as waiting because it was a cartridge. Well, that's true. And you just put the bloody thing in and hit play. And hit play. Red Dead, um, Red Dead... From my memory, Pete, and I might be wrong here, and I'm going to have people telling me now because it's live, but um, I haven't encountered an update yet with Red Dead. So that's been the, it took a while to install, but it hasn't been any downtime since. There hasn't been a patch? No, not that I remember. There might have been, but um, I haven't encountered one. I wonder if it's a PC thing. If people are watching this right now, or if you're listening and want to shoot it through to the Facebook page, if you're listening on the podcast, if it's more a PC thing that you find that patches, you just get inundated with them. Because I, I think it's an ease of um, an ease of push for manufacturers, or software developers, to push out a patch on PC than it is on console. Yeah, okay. um, you know, and obviously not 100% consoles are. Are online, right? Which is the other thing. Well, that's actually a very good point because we just take it for take it as an assumption that everyone who has a console is online in, in a gold membership, or a, you know, and they're not, are they? No, they're not. But you know what is what is amazing, right? And mm. I, I was only just having this conversation with somebody just the other day, mm. and that is uh, actually where was this? This was at. Yep, this was no. This was yesterday when I was I I did a um. There's a uh, they call it an industry accelerator, mm-hmm. right? Where a heap of tech startups get together and they have a, like master classes and mm. stuff. And your boy was asked to come and present about networking and industry mm. for games and mm. and startups and stuff. Because when you say your boy, you mean you, me, yeah. because we've built the number one game podcast <laughs> in the country. No big deal. Um, so uh, that was very exciting. And I was talking to someone about this um, and the way that the future is going. And it, or really, once upon a time, you know, it was almost unthinkable for yeah. traditionalists like us yeah. to think that we would be digitally downloading games because yeah. you just love the feel of the... the, the yeah. You love the feel. You got the box. You got the manuals. I mean, manuals don't exist anymore no. either, even when you get the box. If you get That's PC true. games... You're even. You don't even get a disc anymore, which is obvious. Disc drives don't appear in PCs anymore. No. This is not a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, but you you get nothing. Like literally, you get a box, and inside the box is a slip of paper with a code. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, it, like here we are. Yeah. Right. A few years down the track from when we said to ourselves, no, 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 we like we love holding the physical copy in our hands. To now, a company like Xbox, a top tier manufacturer of consoles. Putting out an Xbox that is just digital download. Yeah, I mean, this is how far we have come. Well, again, it comes down to the physical media, Pete. You know, um, the fact that, and it's timely that this week sees the closing of the last blockbuster store in Australia, right mm. here in our our city of Perth. Bless you. It, uh, was yeah, it Morley? Morley. Morley. So, it was, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, oh, you guys. It was only wouldn't have been three months ago that they were championing the, the last one in Australia, mm. and within three months they've gone bust as well, right? You know, I think it was my fault that Civic Video in <laughs> Maddington shut down. What's that? You know, I'll tell you this story. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised, and I can't wait for this story. Go, um, Brad Lenny. Pete looks like an '80s cartel boss. <laughs> he, bl- <laughs> he bloody does, mate. He bloody does. 
That or an 80 porn star. Oh, well. well I'd rather porn star, I think. Well. Less death. Oh, well, not rather cartel because... No, but cartel, you get a lot of the sex, but if you're a porn star, you get a lot of the money sex too. and less death. Well, it depends who you are. Yeah, it's true. If you're... It's a uh, bloody good question. If you're... What's his name? It's a bloody good question. Is that, that, is that the question. big question? Would you be? The big question. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty man. Where were we again? That's right. So... Uh, um, so video. Okay, so for those of you who don't know... Um, we work at a radio station here in Perth called Mix 94.5, right? Mm-hmm. If you're watching the Twitch stream, we're actually in one of, in the, one of the commercial production shooters. booths, right? People like Paul Kelly have played music in here. Uh, uh, Milky Chance, the German legends, they yep. play, They played right here in this Played spot. right here in this studio. Yeah, Elton John has yelled at his assistant <laughs> in this studio. Um, so <laughs> I've got to tell you a story about that too. Okay. Um, so... Um, yeah, so we work for a radio station. Dan's on digital and I'm on the air. Yep. And uh, about six months ago, we were talking about um, we were talking about video stores and stuff yeah. on the air, right? Yeah. And um, I, I happened to say, oh, yeah, the Civic Video uh, in Maddington, gone. Like, you know, I, I could have sworn I saw it there open two weeks ago. I yep. drove past the other day. And gone, shut its doors. Yep. We got a phone call three minutes later because they listened to Mix 94.5 oh, in no. the store. Oh, no. <laughs> going, actually, we're very much open. <laughs> I had to get on the air three minutes later and go, and I apologize. just want to apologize to Civic Video and Perth. That's great. It was an accident. <laughs> and then, I shit you not, yeah. a month later, they closed down. Oh. So I think it was my fault. Oh, that is sad. Um,. <clears throat> Yes, we did. We did our famous redirection uh, rendition of the Goa theme earlier. Thank you very much, Gamma. It was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, hey, guys, how many Twitch viewers right now? Because we've had a few people pop up and say something, which has been nice. Yeah. Uh, so where were we? We were so, at digital downloads. So we're coming to, yeah. So maybe it's just the future, Pete, that um, discs will become and that physical part of holding a, a game, buying it from a store. You know, maybe I, I'd say... Five years at the at the very most. I oh, mean, even less. Yeah. I look. Here's here's my. You know what I would like to see, right? As yep. someone who has been on PC now for the last three years, yep. I get it. Like it is, it is freaking cool. And now that I have a couple of kids as well, yeah. And the house is taken up with so much of their shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. God, like yeah. it. Like I get it. Like yeah. I. I have stored all of my games that I don't play. And once upon a time, they were all on display. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I have stored them all. And if there's any parents listening or watching, you might be the same. Stored them all in boxes, and they're away. Right. Because yeah. we need the space. Yeah. Okay. One day I might pull them back out again for shits and giggles, but not much more than that. Well, there well, might be a time in your life when your kids are older where you had that nostalgic want that pang to, to put the display back out and I get yeah. that right but you're not like that you'll, you'll, you're 15 years away from that oh yeah, spot, yeah. right what, well, what's that 40 oh, that's that's 50 yeah that's, that's 50 damn yeah, I know. Shit. I'm a lot closer than you I know um, um, so yeah, but true. you know what I would love to see what's that here's the thing alright yeah, yeah. gaming manufacturers list software's devs all that sort of stuff and yeah. we had this conversation a long time ago yeah. that for some reason the really good quality collector's editions yep. have been have just gone to shit. Yeah, right? They've yeah, just yeah. disappeared, right? Yep. Really cool stuff just doesn't exist anymore when no. it comes to special editions. Like, yep. you know, we're talking Call of Duty Black Ops 2 and the pre-order, which was the care package, which came with the, the steel cover book. It came with some badges. It came with a Medal of Honor. Yep. And it came with a freaking drone yeah, with yeah. a camera a on drone, it. Yeah. It came with a drone. Yeah, yeah. $295, yeah. I don't care. No. 
It came with a That's drone. Epic. It's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. still have that thing. I've never flown the drone. <laughs> it's, there. it's there, though. But here's what I want. Yeah. Fine. Get rid of the discs. Yeah. I can deal with that. Yeah. Okay? But give me a good collector's edition. Okay. Like, I, I, still, I still want to go into a shop, and yeah. I want to pre-order my code... Yes. Right, but my special edition version of the code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like that's yeah. that would be still that cool. may come with some memorabilia or something to. And if they don't have to manufacture discs, yeah, oh yeah, and they, all they got to do is print paper with codes on them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Then why can't we have a little bit of money redirected into, into some really amazing collector's yeah. editions? Yep. Yep. You know, that's um that's another big question potential, Pete. What would be the ultimate collector's merchandise to go with your game? Yeah. You know? Um, isn't it wonderful that the uh, Australian government has um, future-proofed our gaming experience for digital downloads by providing us with a um, <laughs> 100% robust and up-to-speed NBN? NBNCO! Aren't they just bloody fantastic? <laughs> that, Thank I you. See, we'll talk about that later. Thank you so much, government. <laughs> yeah. Are we uh, still live? Uh, Mom. Should we move on to top three things gamers need to hear? Number two, loot boxes. Loot boxes. Number two. It was loot boxes. So look, I'm totally. I'm just back to the digital downloads thing. I think it's really cool that a company is jumping out there and revealing that tech. I tell you, and two, uh, Pete. As a final thing, um, it's pretty convenient when you're sitting there, ass up on the couch. With a maybe an ice cream in one hand and a gaming controller in the other, and not have to get up and change the disc. Yeah, that's a very good point. I don't mind that. Retro Monkey! Yeah, big banana! He says, needs more Mike. Needs more Mike. And Mike's busy. He's on the air at the moment. <laughs> oh, uh, hang on a second. Wait. Maybe if I do this. Yeah, because it's not Mike. It's actually just the bloody. Uh, it's the, it's just the how phone. How far away it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, get rid of this. You can't pull those out. That's the problem. I think you can. Oh, can you? Might be able to. Yeah, you might get those things in there. Oh, that's all right. Is that better? Hi. That's framing, my friends. Wow, look how close they are. Oh, look, there's shit in front of it. Yeah, that's what I was Hang trying on, to Hang on, wait. You might be able to pull them out, though. Uh, yeah, we're on the mobile because we got kicked out of the studio. That's all right. How's that? That's all, mate. Look at that. Get rid of the mug. That's good. Mate, that's pretty good. Hey, guys, how's that? Can you hear that? Is that better? Tell us that that's better. And thank you for that feedback. Yeah. Needs more mic. Thank you for that feedback. Mm. All right. So the, gov- the government's response to the loot box inquiry. Now, for those of you who... Um, ah, here we go. Much better. Thank you, Retro Monkey. Appreciate that. Um, subscribe. <laughs> Need like a big-ass laptop to read chat. No, I can see it. Okay. So um, for those of you who have been listening for months and months and months, yeah, good on you. Welcome. Welcome. But also... You might have heard that uh, from time to time we've been catching up with Dippy Zuka, Alex Walker from Kotaku, who's been keeping across the government and their inquiry into loot boxes. Yep. This all getting up and going yep. all the way back a couple of years ago now yep. Yep. because of the furor of pay to win with Star Wars Battlefront 2, Two. and how that came about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry you can't see my ass, Retro Monkey. <laughs> I can. Uh, Dan can. I don't, yeah. You're it's, not a thing of, it's a thing of beauty, isn't <laughs> it's, it? It's, it's there. I'm, I'm naked from the waist down. <laughs> you can't see this because it's only my head in He's the shop, and I'm naked from the waist down. <laughs> yeah. um, so, look, it started with Battlefront 2. Uh, EA absolutely copped it. And then the other things that started happening was governments outside of Australia and the US started making moves on things. So, China, for example, turned around and said to um, 
said to the guys at uh, 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 Overwatch yep. and Blizzard and said, love the game, it's fine. However, we are going to ban the shit out of it yep. if you do not give us the breakdowns of the percentages on rolls for things like um, legendary skins and so yep. on and so forth, yep. right? Because technically, they feel that it's a version of gambling, which yep. is absolutely, like, it's true, yeah. isn't it? You know, it I mean, you drop, you drop 50 bucks and you pick up 25 loot boxes, mm. you're not knowing exactly what it is that you're purchasing. No. You're it's, purchasing it's, a shot at, like going into, you know, gambling or something like that, you're yep. purchasing a shot at a legendary yeah, skin. It's a big lucky dip. Big lucky dip, mm. right? So, Australia's been looking into it. It's been sort of going back and forth and... Um, we've got the government's response to the loot box inquiry and apologies to Alex Walker that we don't have you on the phone, but clearly that's a bit of a, a problem at the moment. So, yeah, because we're, we're on the move. Yeah. So let's go through this. This is from Kotaku. The Senate's cross-party inquiry into loot boxes delivered their findings late last year. Yep. Late last night, the coalition government finally... Our coalition dropped, government. Our coalition government yep. finally dropped their response. The gaming microtransactions for chance-based items inquiry received plenty of inquiries from state government, statutory, federal, yada, 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 mm -hmm. coming concern in the gaming industry at large. But after a split amongst its members, the majority recommendation from the coalition was that the Australian government asked the Department of Communications and Arts to lead another review into loot boxes. God. Another one. Isn't that, isn't that just fucking typical? <laughs> Where are we up to here? There's oh, bits man. and pieces that are cut off from this story, and it's giving me the shit. Mm. One of the e-safety commissioner uh, officers... Oh, yeah. So there are a whole heap of new people that jumped on board and took part. The Department of Social Services, um, Office of the e-safety commissioner, who we spoke to in a podcast a little while ago. Yep. Classification board, ACCC and the ACMA. Um, yep. all took, aren't we just... We we know the ACMA well, don't we? We do. Um, the Australian Greens, who chaired the inquiry through Senator Jordan Steele John, who is a dead set legend. He is a dead set Senator legend. Senator Jordan Steele yes. John is a dead set legend. And one of you, whoever you are watching right now, it would be just an absolute honour and a pleasure if you could clip that and send it to him. And you let us know from Game on Australia. Let him know from Game on Australia. We think he's a dead set legend because yeah. he is. Yeah. Offered five dissenting suggestions that went uh, even further. Some of those suggestions align with the views of state government, regulatory bodies, yada, yada, yada. So here's some recommendations. Um, the committee recommends that the Australian government undertake a comprehensive review of loot boxes in video games. This review should be led by the Department of Communication and the Arts in conjunction with the ACMA, the ACCC, the Office of the E-Safety Commissioner and the Classification Board and the Department of Social Services. Yep. Fair? Fair. 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 I think it's fair. Yep. I think, you know, at the end of the day, if the committee's recommending this, fair, but also the fact that if they want a genuine comprehensive review of this, yep. then they've got to take the opportunity to do so, and they need all of these government departments yep. involved. Agreed. All right? Agreed. Because they all come at it from different areas. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's, um, you know, it's not as cut and dry as just gaming. It's it's a whole bunch of departments that want to get involved. So Absolutely. We've got to, but they've got to make sure they get it right. I don't want to hear in a year's time, and, you know, we're recommending another review, you know, Sort the shit out. Sort the shit out, guys. Sort the shit out. This review should commission further research into the potential for gambling-related harm. Uh, it be experienced as a result of interaction with loot boxes. Identify any regulatory 
or policy gaps which may exist in Australia's regulatory frameworks, yep. examine the adequacy of the classification scheme as it relates to video games containing loot boxes, consider if existing consumer protection frameworks adequately address issues unique to loot boxes, and ensure that the government that Australia's approach to the issue is consistent with international counterparts. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm. Um, it goes on to just talk more about this sort of stuff. Um, but I like Alex Walker and the way he sort of breaks it all down. Well, he's good at that. He's very obviously good. he's one of our friends and a very good writer. So, <coughs> so the basic summation, Pete, give mm. us that. The basic summation is, yeah, right. That, in a nutshell, that, okay. So, in a nutshell, this is Alex's thoughts. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a catch twenty two. Mm. The government notes that there's community concern, mm-hmm. but won't enable the department to launch a formal review, as it says that there's not enough research to warrant moving forward. Mm. But the government also isn't making any moves to assist or boost the ongoing research in any way, mm. which means the status quo will continue. So essentially what the dealio is, the government has said, yeah, we need to do something about this, but we're not prepared to inject the cash to make it happen. The government did add that the classification board has updated their website with the results of a survey into loot boxes and simultaneous gambling. Mm. That survey is part of a larger report commissioned from Where To Research Based Consulting, which has also uploaded to the research documents portal on the classification board website. I yeah. tell people, go to the classification board website and have a look at this stuff if you want to check it out. Well, and um, maybe what happened to EA is a bit of a... Uh, will dissuade a lot of these gaming companies doing something similar. So maybe it's almost self-regulated in the fact that... Will they, though? Because the thing is, like, Apex Legends has it. And Apex Legends came out three weeks ago. Yeah, but, yeah, true. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Apex Legends has it. It's a it's a, it's a, a chance roll, and you can buy you can buy um, Apex coins, and you can buy the loot boxes, and it is a chance roll. You do but not does it make you a better you player? No. No, so that's no, no. It wasn't. Look, it wasn't the pay-to-win model that yeah, old mates had. No. Um, <laughs> he looked at the camera then. Give it evil. Uh, final thing here. The conclusion from that research, which can be read here, and there's a link, yeah. found that most of those surveyed believe that loot boxes that could be paid for with real money or traded to earn real money should be restricted to gamers aged 18 or older. That's a given. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. Like, if we're talking about something that, and regardless of whether the government says that it's gambling or not, yeah. Under their legislation or their definitions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be honest with ourselves here yeah. and just have a chat amongst the community, yeah, and be honest and not piss in each other's pockets and no. say, no. loot boxes are gambling. Correct. All right. At the very heart of it, loot boxes are gambling. Mm-hmm. Sure, you're not betting the house. No. All right. But you but are betting. You are betting, and there are people out there who are doing the same things. To get loot boxes that they yeah. are if they were going to, you know, some people are going to the casino. Yeah. They're stealing mum and dad's credit card yeah. to drop it and get 5,000 Apex coins. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this, you know, absolutely. I, I completely agree that gamers aged 18 or older should be the ones that are allowed to. Yeah. And it should be restricted from others. But here's the issue. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do you police it? Yeah. How do you police it? Yeah. Like, the you know, there are ways, I, I guess, through things like Xbox... You know, if you're a parent, mm. right, you could set up an account that your child can access and you can make sure that that account is age restricted, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But kids are smart, man. Kids oh, are yeah. savvy. They know how to get around that stuff and they'll Google how to get around that yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, well, so how, know, do you, how do you police it? Yeah. 
And the, and the, the problem is too, Pete. Like I know, nah, you, diver. We don't have any chairs. When I was sixteen, I used, to, I used to gamble with my mates, playing poker and stuff. You know, we, like we did. Yeah, we were playing so, Texas Hold'em at the age of fifteen. Correct. So, um, I mean, did you play? Is, did you play with money? Yeah. Did you, what was it like a twenty dollar buy in? Oh, something like that. Yeah. When 10, we were fifteen, ten fifteen bucks. We used to. We you know what we used to do? Mm. We used to bet our. Um, uh, condoms. No. <laughs> I didn't know what a condom no, was. Neither did I. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> Three kids. Three kids. Um, no, no. We used to bet with our um, our really high end Magic the Gathering cards, or our Odd Bods or Tarzos. Yeah, or pods. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're gambling. Life finds a way. Yeah. It Jurassic does. Park said it That's best. That's right. Life, Life finds, finds a way. way. So, but that's but that is why we have governments and why we have uh, people in power to place these kind of and solve these problems, Pete. So, you know, what I just realised what's that? Tim, who works here at the office, yeah. was running around before going, Looking for "This fucking printer <laughs> doesn't print my stuff. It's bullshit." I just realised that I pulled it all out <laughs> when I grabbed my. Stuff. Sorry, Tim. Unlucky. <laughs> What's the third bit of news? So uh, this comes courtesy of my little brother who lives in the USA, Hans Bricks, twenty nine. Hello, Hans Bricks. Hello, Hans. Hello, Hans Bricks. Hello, Hans Bricks. I'm actually that's why I'm going next week to see Hans Bricks. He's turned forty, so we're going to celebrate in Vegas. How bloody good! Yeah, which is going to be great. Anyway, he sent me a link and said, "Hey, mate, this might be good for the GOA podcast." And bloody hell, it is. Mm. It is an article written by the Tech Times. Florida surgeons play video games before surgery. I'm going to paraphrase here. Mm -hmm. But essentially, uh, an experiment was conducted with 300 surgeons. Half played a variety of games, including various versions of Sega's Super Monkey Ball franchise on both Nintendo's GameCube and Wii. Oh, the GameCube. For six minutes, the other surgeons did not. Surgeons who had played video games in the past for more than three hours per week made 37% fewer errors. Did you hear that? were 27% faster and scored 26% better overall than surgeons who never play video games. I mean, if there's ever a reason why bloody gaming is the bloody best, Pete, this is bloody it. Well, you know what? It's just consistent training of, of your cognitive processes. Isn't yeah, it? 100%. You know, and like your, your um, like just your hand-eye coordination, all that sort of stuff. Yep. At the end of the day, it's like I love the fact that they he's talking about warming up. You know, like they, they're like in moderation. He's not talking about them, like they're gamers who also happen to be surgeons. Yep, they are one hundred percent surgeons. Yep, who warm up using video games. Yep, it is wicked. Yep, it says here medical errors at the hands of surgeons led to ninety eight thousand patient deaths a year. This is in the US, and has an annual yearly cost of thirty seven point six billion. Jesus. So what we're suggesting from all this, it's pretty simple: give the bloody surgeon a game, a, jo- a joystick controller. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And that's all you need? Yeah. Bye. Use a joystick controller to control what would you, going If you were a surgeon, mm. pop quiz out of nowhere for Pop you. quiz, hot shot. Yeah. Thank you, Simpson reference there. Mm. If you had to chew, you're a massive, you're, you're a stomach surgeon. Very crucial that, you know, you're, it's all keyhole. You have yeah, to get it right. Yeah. What game are you warming up with? Alien. Alien? Yeah. Because I'm a stomach surgeon. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, I did see what you did there. You know no, what I no, did on the I, weekend? Like, it depends what you... Do. I guess it depends what kind of a surgeon you, you are. Like, if... Yeah, like... Like, what? I mean, there's different kinds of surgery, isn't there? If you're just, like, a general surgeon, mm. where if somebody's having their appendix out, you can just get in there and... Yeah. Are you... Are you... Are you getting... 
<laughs> Are you warming yourself up by playing Friday the 13th? <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually think the game is crucial. Slash. The game choice is crucial because, and I'll give you the example, on the weekend, um, uh, for whatever reason, my wife decided it'd be a good idea to book us all into the crown. When I say that was lovely, by the no, way. When I, when I say all of us, oh, the kids, the kids. Oh. So five five people in a tiny room oh. with two kings. Yeah, I know. Anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah, good. We had the weekend. They had a kids club there, and they had some old school arcade machines there. You know the ones where the the, the tabletop, but there's eighty games in the in the. You know, it's it's a chip thing. But yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was, and I played a um, good old fashioned Gallagher. Mate, that is a game that warms you up for surgery because yeah, it is yeah. literally it's it's simple. It's it's move the joystick and press your buttons. Yep. But the reflexes reflexes required to get it right. Yeah. And get that run going is bloody amazing. And I reckon if you can get it, and that's why I think they picked Super, Super Monkey Ball. Hello. Oh, my wife's calling. Sorry, honey, I got to decline that. Yeah, Send me a so text message. Um. So <laughs> the, the Super Monkey Ball is that whole you know balance joysticks. It's He's checking the time, yeah. Well, I'm checking the time because I like. I think she's calling because she's like, "How long are you going to be? Yeah. Do I have to pick up Mila?" Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, sorry, honey. So anyway, um, yeah, it's. I think any, any game that sort of um preaches that real sense of ref- reflecting, reflexing on the on the uh, happening on the screen. So it's not like a Red Dead where you're just going out and riding for half an hour. Um, you know, yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's one for here's one from me, mm. right? And it is, um, it is uh, like I like a good warm up f- would be um, going one versus three in Super Smash Brothers, all CPUs level nine. Yeah, like that's like that's a good warm up because yeah. you are dodging, ducking, weaving. Du- you are dodge, dive, dip, dip, duck, duck, and dodge. <laughs> the five Ds. <laughs> you know what? Um, I, I play. I'm playing actually a bit of a, what I'm playing now. Um, Xbox Live Marketplace with their gold, uh, gold games in the month. Oh yeah, Super Bomberman. Yes, remember that one? Now yeah. that is a ripper. For what did they say they were playing? Bubble Bobble. Or oh, Monkey no, Island. Super, monkey no, Island. No, 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 no. Super Monkey Ball. Remember that? Monkey? Super Monkey. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Bomberman's a classic because that's a lot of. Um, it's not a, not only a lot of uh, reactive uh, stuff with the joystick, but it's also thinking. Oh, I can't go there because there's a bomb going off there. So yeah. Yes. So yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really, it's manic. Well, you got to think two moves ahead, don't yeah. you? And I'll tell you what. I'd be a shit surgeon because I cannot play that game <laughs> for Nick's mate. <laughs> My kids are pantsing me. It's ridiculous. That's gold. Yeah. Um, so I, there look, you go. You know this the, this the thing that sings to me in this story, and it's the way that actually like governments, uh, it's the way that governments price things, right? So yeah. when it comes to you know government economics and stuff, it's it's just important to them in the economy to save money on things that are costing them money mm. than it is to make money, right? So for example, um, you know like. People smoking causes us uh, $70 billion a year in losses, yep, right? Yep. So what we're going to do is we're going to invest $45 billion a year, mm. right, in anti-smoking campaigns to bring the smoking rate down. Yep. So hopefully it's only going to cost us like $15 billion. And once you take in 45 and 15, it means we come out with a net profit after all of that, of ten billion dollars, yep, yep. like that's that's how these governments think. So if, if the government in the US is recognizing that it's losing through this industry, yep. thirty six point seven, thirty seven point six, thirty seven point six billion dollars, yeah. then you would be inclined to follow those research results mm. and spend X billions of dollars mm. in these hospitals, mm. um, putting in gaming software and work well, with the gaming companies. Right. Work at work work, and I'm sure this stuff's taking place, but work um, with. 
artificial intelligence or work with VR. Yeah. Um, or yeah. work with augmented reality. Yeah. Like stuff like that, you well, know? Why not just think outside the square here and put a bloody time zone in the middle of a hospital that one, the surgeons can work on their, you know, pre pre-game ritual and bloody patients can when they're recovering get up and have a game themselves and kill some time. Yeah, absolutely. Burn. Yeah. Kill time, not patience. It makes you wonder why like football teams aren't looking into this. Well, they probably are. They're probably not far off. You know, um, it's, yeah, I actually think that's what our big question should be. Not not so much what we're going to ask, what profession, but you're a surgeon. What game are you going to warm up with to, to go into surgery? What warms you up? So we'll get to that. Okay, you're a surgeon. What? Ga- okay, beautiful. Yeah, I, I think like that'll that. work. You're okay? A okay, cool. But that's a great news story. Thanks to Hans Blix for sending it through. Thank um, you, Hans Blix. Good on you, Florida. Bloody rock on. And I reckon that's the way of the future, mate. Um, Ozdiver says, pity our governments don't have a 10, 20 or 50 year plan. That's why China is going to be so dangerous. Yeah, well, that's true. They're also commies. <laughs> you know you said I mean? that. You said the C word. Ooh, careful, get, careful. They might be listening. Um, should well, we do a big question? Big, yeah. Are we going to uh, react on last week's first? Yeah, no, we have to react on last week's right. first. I've got it ready And I guess go. everybody knows pretty much what the next big question is going to be. But well, we we'll tell that. We'll still, we'll still set that up we in classic react. radio fashion, Pete. Yeah, yeah, but here we go. Yeah, yeah. Big, 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 big. Question, 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 question. Big, 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 big. Question, 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 question. Okay, big question. What was last week's big question? Which game character performance deserves an Oscar on the back of the fabulous work we saw in the Oscars? Yes. We feel like gaming acting should be reflected as well. And you said in that post, mm. uh, just the, the like the person who like you, you don't have to tell us the the artist, no. the actor. Well, I'm not going to expect people to know who played Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, mind yeah, you, yeah. it was uh, Roger Clark. I know, but this was good. Like the community came out and flourished, and they were like, "No, yeah. actually, we're going to give you both." Yeah, you said Cade Six. I Destiny, said Cade Nathan which Fillion. Was Nathan Fillion. Yes. Nathan Fillion, Cade Six for me. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'll just read the most relevant. Okay. Uh, Sean Clifford said Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson for The Last of Us. Yes. Which was mentioned last yes, week. Yes, yes, yes. And in that year, yep. I think they, or at least Sean Baker won, or yep. was it the studio possibly? That yep. won- anyway, they won an award for yep. at, for acting. For the, for, yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah, that, yeah. yes. And, and granted, we know that there are gaming awards that recognise the acting, but I, I think... Like, why can't the Oscars have a, a gaming yeah, category? Right? Yeah. Now, I love this from Adam, really. Uh, Mark Hamill for his portrayal of the Joker in the Arkham games. I oh, mean, God. What, he, oh, my what God. A, what a ripper. I mean, oh, that sung to me. It really did. Yeah. yeah. Liam Parker, lifetime achievement to Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario. And our mate, a game on AUS. Hey! You know what I love about Liam? Yeah. Is he's he's given an award, but he's thought outside the box a little bit, and he's gone. You know what? Yeah, Why that, can't there be a lifetime, lifetime achievement? achievement award? Yeah. And Charles Martinet, absolutely, voice of Super Mario. Yes, arguably lifetime achievement. The most influential voice in gaming history. Arguably, probably is. Yep. No argument about it. Uh, Ryan Mitchell, Damon Clark as Handsome Jack from Borderlands Two. Love oh, that. Oh yes, good Bloody one. Great call. Yeah, Greg yeah, right. Brick as Joseph C. Far Cry Five, and Michael yep. Mando as Vast in Fast Far Cry Three. Claptrap for sure. That's it, Lindsay Brown. That's great. <laughs> yeah, really Claptrap. Stephen Ogg, but you know him as Trevor from GTA Five. That was Nick Sticky Holland. I yeah, love that one. Yeah, you know, look, you know what? It, like, I really love that one as well. Is because I loved his performance so much yep. that I went out looking for other stuff that he's done. 
You know, like that's yeah. that's how good his performance was. And, oh, and, and then, that opening scene out of that game with Trevor comes in. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it blows it's your brilliant. mind. It's brilliant. And it, like he's a, he's an anti-hero because yeah. you just you can't help but love the guy. Well, but yeah, but and then the other thing was when he appeared in um, the most recent couple of seasons for The Walking Dead mm. as um, Negan's Negan's second in command. Yeah. I mean, holy crap. Like, the second that I saw him appear, I was like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was great. It yeah. was a real moment. I won't mention... Um, Retro Monkey says Trev from GDA for the win as well. Yeah. And Gamma backs it up with a yes. So, I'll, that's yeah, absolutely. I, I won't mention duplicates because a few people have said Joel again from The Last of Us. Um, Noah Watts says Connor from AC3 as the greatest video game performance of all time. Yep. That's Matt Sutton. Thank you, Matt. Um, AC3... Got announced and confirmed. I don't know if it's been released yet, but it's making. They're doing a uh, a rehash on the Switch. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Which I'm pumped for because I played the game and I loved it. Yep. Um, Black Flag is still my favorite. Yeah. But I, I like I I'm like that's definitely second and uh, okay. and I, I'm pumped that it's coming back on the Switch because it's portable. It's yeah. gonna be great. One for you from Blake Brother Navi from Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah. Hey, listen. One. Best, hey, listen. Yeah, best one line ever. Yep. Um, and then curiously, Benio John Hamara said, "I went down the rabbit hole of video game voice actors recently. Asked a question about is it a single performance? Blah blah blah." Oh, no Leonardo Awards here. He went, damn it. Okay, must be an in-joke. Uh, Arthur Morgan again. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, you Sorry. are. <laughs> Mike Patton doing The Darkness. Yes, Who's, Darkness. And that's the lead singer of Faith No More, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, it bloody is. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, Christopher Judge is from Clayton, being able to portray the simmering rage of Kratos through voice. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, no, he's spot on with that one. Yes, what a belter. So, yeah. yeah. And, the th- you know, again, I'm no... Um, uh, expert in the craft of acting, Pete. But there I would imagine Auss- Aussie divers just said that yeah, surely Christopher Judge for God of War, yeah, well, boy, boy. Um, but surely sp- standing in front of a mic in a studio like this and trying to actually, it's quite apt to be talking about in this room. Yeah. Um, and trying to voice act, not knowing. I mean, they're probably not acting opposite someone. They're just doing it. You know, give us a. So you Arthur Morgan, give us a. Um, oh shit, my horse just died. Just died. Cry. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, there's no acting. It's it's it, what's acting, but it's um, it's using a lot of your imagination to create that moment. Well, you know what? Like the but I wonder if they do it very similar to CGI. And like on Twitch right oh, now. Oh, like we said last week, yeah. Aussie Divers said Aussie Divers said something. Voice acting for a game isn't that different to any CGI film really. Mm. And he's right, right? Yep. But when it comes to CGI films and it comes to uh like cartoons and stuff. Yep. Um Quite often, as far as I understand it, they actually have some of the scenes there available oh, okay. for their voice actors yep. to mouth along to or yes. experience the emotion as yeah, it's happening, yeah. right? A bit like the sound guys, the, the music guys, who sit there and watch the scene and go... That's right, yeah. and they develop their soundtrack Getting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? So, um, God, when he's standing there naked... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <why? laughs> that's a big monster ball. Oh, my God. It's, it's just... I've, oh man, wang out. God. Um, Good on you. What's his name? Um, I can't remember his name. Hey, look, Skittles, Skittles says, lol, loving this new angle on the podcast. Oh, well, there you go. I think... Great suggestions. Thank you once again. I think we now have to move on to this week's big, 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 big. Question, 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 question. Good. Um, and it is. You're a surgeon. You've been given a video game to warm up. You've got an hour to, to warm your little 
business up. Yes. What's your go-to game? What's your go-to game? Pre-surgery. Game, pre-surgery. Doesn't matter what kind of surgeon. Doesn't matter. No, I'd like to hear what kind of a surgeon you are oh, as okay. well. So you'd uh, so you've got to number one state your surgery type. Yep. State what kind of surgeon are you? Yep. And what is your pre-game? What is your pre-surgery game warm-up? Yep. Fun little fact for you. I once played golf with a stomach surgeon. Yeah. And my dad asked him, uh, Parsi asked him, um, what's the one thing as a stomach surgeon you would recommend never eating? And he said lamb fat. Apparently it sets like concrete in your stomach. Is that right? So there you go. That's so not, not that you don't eat lamb fat, but or do you eat lamb fat? No, like you but you like you render You might get a bit of it. No, but you mate, when I have lamb chops, yeah. I make sure there's oh, mate, a, I imagine you there wouldn't be one part of Meat on that bone, mate. No, there isn't. There no, is they like are like it's like stripped. You know those. You know those. <laughs> you know those cartoons, yeah. right? Like um, when they used to have the big turkey leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd stick yeah, the whole yeah. thing in their yeah. mouth, and out would come a bone. Yeah. Literally, the fish, you know the, the fish in that comes yeah, out. Yeah, the, yeah. This is literally it. <laughs> um, that is humour, one hundred percent. I like, but the thing is, like, I love absolutely love the flavour yeah. of a lamb chop, but the fat on it. Yeah, when you okay. put it on the barbie and you yeah. render it a little bit and it goes a bit crispy. Yeah. Well, I'd recommend you suck it, but don't eat it. Yeah, anyway, right. that's that's the stomach surgeon. That's beside the point. That's the takeaway for today, guys. The, suck yeah, it, don't but don't eat it. <laughs> Something in that for all of us. Um, all right. Well, I'll pop that up on Facebook tomorrow morning. Yep. Being Friday morning. Friday. And uh, we'll ask that big question for next week. Now, I'm not here next week, so we we'll have to go through that with someone else. I know. The co-host. Oh, all right. Is it that time? Pete, there it is. Oh, yeah. I've got you in my sights. It's sort of a reverse sights, Pete, because I want to bring up um, a loyal listener to the podcast and a viewer on Twitch, actually, by the way, too, Mr. Nick Holland, Stixie. Hello, Stix. Um, I... I got upset about this, and this is why I wanted to put in sites, because I'm angry about it. Okay. But I love what he has done and how he's dealt with it, okay? So, Stixy, and I've asked him if it's okay to talk about this. He said, no problem. He'd be honoured, he said. So, there you go. Thank you, Stix. That's that's the joy of, you know, the game on community. They love sharing their stories. Now, it's a Nick, wonderful thing. Nick, very publicly on Twitter, has done what I've done on Twitter with my NBN provider being Optus, but his with Ionet. He went on Twitter, I think it must have been yesterday, and suggested to Ionet that the speeds he was getting... Shit house. Yeah. He pays for a hundred upload plan, download plan, sorry. Mm. Hundred megabits per second. He was getting about I don't know, it was about forty, I think, right? So he complained and complained loudly. The usual back and forth with where you get with these bloody companies, they you know, they they're very pub they're very nice on Twitter and they publicly shut you down and go, Oh, well you mind contacting our service center, but Pete that no. Nick didn't Nick kept them kept them going for the bait. Good. Which is good. People give up too easily. They do. That's exactly right. He wanted to keep it on the public realm. And I love this about this, right? Now, it ended with this tweet from Mr. Nick Holland. What essentially, they he they did a couple of tests and he got it to 63. But he's still paying for 100, right? Yeah. But 63. Yeah. And they've said, it's performing within spec, so we're happy with that. And this was his reply. I'm sorry if you think 63 is close to 100 and that means it's, quote, performing within spec, unquote. The nine is going to have a chat to the telecommunication ombudsman. I'm Ooh, sure. Yes, once you say a yes. word like ombudsman, they sit up and listen, don't they? I'm sure if I said to you, I give you a hundred bucks and only give you sixty three, yep. you'd be pretty disappointed. That is a what an absolute the boom sticks. What that, a ripper. mate! That is a belter of a metaphor. Yes. Well done, sir. Sure as shit, Peter. 
they've sent they've sent him a message going, yep, yeah, we'll send you an email, Nick, right? And the email reads. Okay, let's, let's have it. Hello, Nick. You're entitled to a refund of $47.34. We are likely to have breached the Australian consumer law regarding your NBN service. As a result of an agreement with the ACCC, you are entitled to claim a refund and a costless exit from your NBN contract. Why has this happened? You are currently paying for an NBN plan that promised maximum internet speeds of 100 megabits download, 40 megabits upload, which your current address cannot receive. Thank you, Malcolm. <laughs> 100 megabits max speed you pay for now, 62.13 megabits max speed you can receive. 37.87 megabits difference is expected max versus actual max. Blah, 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 blah. This is amazing. Yes. And that's why I say I'm angry about it, but I'm. it's a reverse sights because I'm actually more pleased with how Six dealt with it. Yeah. And that analogy of the $100, and that's so true. Imagine I said to you, Pete, I'm going to give you 1000 bucks. And you go, oh, geez. So you start spending your head, and then I'll give you 670 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't given me what you've promised. No. And you know what? Here's what I think. Here is a solution for telcos. Yeah. If you want to get people back in your pocket, yeah. right? Under promise, over deliver. So, like, instead of, yeah, but instead of going, um, there is a potential for you to reach max speeds of 100, mm. but we'll only get you up to 63, mm. right? Put that person mm. on a 50 contract mm. and give them 63. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. the, like too often with these telcos, and this has been the biggest, biggest issue that they they could have avoided all of the shit that they have copped over mm. the past few years getting the NBN up and running, mm-hmm. right? If they, from the outset, gave people more than what people expected. Yeah. What's well, a good power exercise right. well, and nothing else. Because, you know, because the second that you as a consumer get less than what was promised, mm. they're in the shit books. Yeah. They're in the bad books. Oh, and I'll tell you, you know, with the way my random internet works, um, Belv! I pay up to uh, my contract's 50 megabits, I think. Get stuffed. Every now and then I get 60. Very, very, very sporadically. It goes, goes like this. Yeah, yeah. But when I get 60, I'm like, oh my God, I'm yeah. actually, you know, you actually almost want to grab out the selfie and go, hey, check it out. You know? Belv is on a 250, 100. Oh. I didn't even know something like that existed. Stick says Aussie Broadband. Here I can. Yeah, yeah, Belv's Australian. Yeah, okay. He lives here in Perth. Oh, jeez, really? Um, Junkers and Jam- uh, oh. Jameson Junkers. Oh, yeah. Junkertown yeah, 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 FM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You bloody legends. Hey, we've got eight viewers. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Um, so, it, it, like, I wonder, uh, by the way, um, before I went on holidays, I had an interview with uh, the WA Managing Director for uh, NBN Co. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, her on the, I had her on the air. And I told her about Game on Australia. Mm. And I said, gamers would love to, to hear say from you. Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? At that point, she passed out. <laughs> yeah. um, like... Oh, I, you're I that Pete. If, I wonder if it'd be if she would be interested in coming and joining us for a whole hour episode, and I'd... we broadcast it live, right? And we make sure that people are kind. Like, don't be dickheads about it. Well, our audience are generally pretty kind. They are. You're very good people. Um, but pitch her your questions and stuff. See if she can answer That's them. A bloody good while we're idea. broadcasting I'll live. I'll happily host that. Um, oh, good. You can't. You kind of have to. Yeah. This is no, your podcast too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like a, That's like, a great idea, man. But you know what? I, I really think telcos, if you're listening and you really want a good way to go about it, mm. right? If it, okay, so here was the conversation with between me and Aussie Broadband, and I love Aussie. Well, Broadband. Well, I'd say right? the, the one company that got it right and have got it right is Aussie, Aussie Broadband. Broadband, and I, I genuinely love Aussie Broadband. But this was the conversation, Pete. We're going to put you on a hundred plan because mm. I think we can get you close. Okay, right now. 
Aussie broadband, I love them because they have been the most honest ones to deal with out mm. of the lot. Yep. They have always off the back, off the bat said, mm, like we think we can get you close. It's probably worth going there if you want to try and hit those speeds, but mm. we don't think you'll make it, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas other ones that I've dealt with would be like, yeah, nah, like it, it says that you can get to this, you'll get to this, no yeah. problem. You yeah. get and you don't get anywhere near it. No. Right? Right. Instead, what the conversation should be is we're going to put you on a 50 plan yep. and let you kick up to speeds of 80. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that, just just do it because you yep. can't give me a 100, mm-hmm. but if you can't give me an 80 plan, mm. give me a 50, kick me up to speeds of 80. Well, like we said a million times, hype is a killer. Hype is a killer. You, if you, Anthem. You oh, know, God, poor Anthem. Yeah, poor Anthem, right? So uh, that's the point. Under, under, yeah, like you said, under promise and over deliver, yeah. and you'll have a lot of happy customers. Man, isn't Anthem just copying it sweet at the moment? Like the community is just detest. You know what's really interesting, though, about this is mm. that I, and this is this is another conversation. This may actually be, considering you're not here, um, maybe next week's, maybe an opportunity to do this next week, mm. right? Um, but I was having this chat amongst the fire team in the discord mm-hmm. the fire team for those of you who are listening that don't know who they are they're the content creators of the game on australia podcast yep. and and team, well, what right? a team they are That's what a, a cool team. name by the way they're at the fire that team cool right name. and they're the, they're the content creators of game on australia um we were tossing things around right yep and look chris o and i were having this is like back and forth on dms we're casual gamers like, we're not power gamers. We can't yep. sit there a day and play for 10 hours like we used to when we were kids. Yep. It just doesn't happen. No. We are both very much enjoying Anthem. Mm. We're loving Anthem, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We feel that there is enough content. We're having a good time with Anthem, mm. right? But we're only playing half an hour to an hour a day, mm. Okay. you know? Power gamers, a lot of them out there who blog about this sort of stuff, mm. are playing 8 to 10 hours a day. Yeah. Now... Regardless of the game, regardless yeah. of the developer, the studio, the publisher, whatever, yep. I don't think there is a pub or dev in the world who can quite literally, with a games-as-a-service platform, mm. give the community something mm. that's not a battle royale, yep. that can feed that hunger for a 10-hour-a-day power gamer. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's it's impossible. Yeah. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, you... like. You can't, you got it. Something has to be wrong with the community. Yeah. If power gamers are out there saying there's not enough content, mm. but you're playing 10 hours a day. Yeah. But casual gamers are going out there playing an hour to two hours a day going, I'm fine. Enjoying it. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. You know, like, like, like somewhere along the line, something is falling down. And it might actually not be mm. the publishers that should be copying the heat for it. Sure, there are things. Let me temper this with something. Mm. Sure, there are things like, you know, if your game is buggy as shit. Yeah, yeah, Hello, yeah, yeah, Call of, of Duty Black Ops 4. Yeah. Hi. Right? <laughs> yeah. If your game is buggy as shit. Yeah then absolutely, you yeah. deserve to cop it in the ass. Yeah. If you have loot boxes that are pay to win, yeah. absolutely, yeah. you deserve to cop it in the ass. Yeah. But if the pure thing is we can't service, we can't give people enough content for them to play 10 hours a day, seven days a week, three months straight, Yeah. that I think is a tough, that's a tough ask. That's a tough ask. It's a tall order. It's a tough brief. Hang on. What do we got here? Uh... Uh, prior to the show, paint me like uh, I have an i5 chip. Anthem will not lay. Here we go. Ozdiver says, I have an i5 chip. Seems not to be common. Anthem will not play on my PC. It looks like it would be nice, but I can't bloody play it. 
that's interesting that you can't play it on an i5 chip. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. Um, I've got an i7 and I'm playing it on uh, the like ultra settings at the moment and it seems to be doing just fine. Ultra settings, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Aussie Diver, loot boxes, yeah, yeah, big thumbs up to the loot boxes. <laughs> thumbs up or finger, uh, bird finger. up? Bird up. Uh, Gamma says, I was on the hype train for Anthem, played with mates but got bored and we'll be switching to Division 2. Yeah, well, uh, Division oh, 2 looks pretty what, good. Yeah, you, you're I'm, excited I'm for Division big, 2, aren't you? I'm a fan of the Division. Yeah, I you're the first pumped. Game. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. Yeah. Bring it on. Um. Is that it? I think that's it, mate. Are we we're, done? We're at one hour and seven minutes. I think that's enough. Oh, we're done. Um, oh, here we go. Hang on. Belv says competitive games are what the majority of power gamers play. Mm. Look at RDR2, immersive single-player game with hours of content and where is it? Aussie Diver says hats off to CD Projekt Wrecked. It's meant to be red. Mm. For not releasing Cyberpunk until it's ready. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Give us a game that's ready. Yeah, we, um, yeah, that's right. Skittles, exactly how our house is split. I still like it. Hubby was done with it two weeks ago, oh, and hubby. I know with I know with Skittles, like her hubby is the he's stay at home dad. Yeah, when the kids are at school and stuff, he's got like eight hours a day to play video games. Yeah, yeah. so he's pumping through the content. Yeah, um, Bell says battle royals have all the dollars. Streamers play it. Aussie says yeah, control input freezes on Anthem. Not ideal in a combat game. No, nah, Ab- yeah, true. yeah, absolutely, it's not. Mm. Um, and that's that is you know th- this is so much. Um, so much what is wrong with the the community, yeah, and not necessarily what's wrong, but where these discussions sort of I think have to happen, yeah. Uh, you know, is it fair that some of these pubs and devs are copying this sort of flack? In a lot of cases, I don't think so. No, you know what I mean. Like yep. if you're a power gamer playing ten hours a day, piss off and go and play a battle royale. <laughs> like that's the thing. Go Get and a Fortnite. Go and grind out your Fortnite <laughs> or your battle royales or your your Overwatch or something like that. Yeah. Those are games that you're going to be able to sit there for 10 hours a day yeah. and grind and grind and grind yeah. and grind and grind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, sure, if you play for if you play 50 hours a week yeah. for a game that has 35 hours of content, yeah. which is a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. You're going to get through 100%. that pretty bloody quick, aren't you? Well, I mean, look at my Red Dead Redemption experience. You know, it's taken me... Six months, pretty much, to to get to near completion. <laughs> um, guys, we're gonna we're gonna cap it there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rainbow Road. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening to the Game on Australia podcast. Oh, are you gonna, you're oh, gonna find it? it. Oh, he's gonna find it on YouTube. <laughs> Power gamers, repeatable gameplay. Mm. You're gonna find it. He's finding it on YouTube. He's finding me a Rainbow Road bed, guys. What a bloody legend, Dan. You look after me. God, you look after me. Um, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, 33 minutes of the No, that's the wrong... That's that's SNES. That's the SNES version. Oh, it's the history of it. Oh, the history of it. Okay, hang on a sec. That's it. There it is. Okay, <laughs> this is the end of the Game of Australia podcast for this week. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Gameonoz.com, if you want to get along and check out all the stories, news, reviews, interviews, please do your subs, do your likes, your shares, your follow, all of that sort of stuff. Um, check us out across social media, yada, 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 yada. You know the drill. Yep. Just get out there and do it. If you're watching on Twitch, thank you so much. It's been thank lovely you. having you guys along. You bloody legends. Twitch.tv slash Game on Oz. Um, we're starting to get a fair few follows coming through. Yes. I get those notifications, so it's lovely to see. Let's get some subs. Let's do that. Let's get some Let's subs. Let's get some subs. Um, having a chat to PLE Computers lately. 
Yeah. Looking at possibly working something where with this episode every week, yeah. maybe for subs, we give something cool away every oh, week. Oh, cool. Okay? Yeah, right. So we'll see how Fantastic. it goes. But anyway, thank you so much. Have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save. See you in two weeks, Vegas, baby!